going on about, I believe, laughter, and he's yeah. going to tell us more about it, yeah. Mr. Barclay. Yeah, thank Here we you. Go. Thank awesome. you very much. I appreciate it. Isn't this the coolest jacket ever, <laughs> right? Right? Hi, everybody. I'm Barkley, and I'm an alcoholic. And welcome to the napping section of the day, right? It's after lunch. Everybody's like, wah, wah. So we're going to, we're going to have some fun, all right? Okay. All right, cool, 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 cool. Yes, yes. Now, I love the, I love the idea of this conference, a life of sane and happy, yes, usefulness, right? Usefulness. And I want to talk about usefulness and happiness pretty much here in just a minute, all right? Um, let me see. Uh, were any of you at the, my talk last, my talk, my talk. <laughs> There's a little alcoholic ego right there, right? <laughs> Did anybody come last night? Okay, <laughs> okay. so you know, if you weren't here, I've heard the guy, he's not that good, okay? But anyway, um, if you were here, you know about the last three years of my drinking. The last three years of my drinking were basically, I would go to work in the morning, I would stop and I would and snag a 12-pack of Budweiser, I would steal a bottle of NyQuil, um, because well, God knows I needed sleep and I was poor and I, w- and I would just literally go home, sit on the couch and drink until I passed out. And then I would wake up at three o'clock in the morning in a rage at my third, at my second stepmother. And I gotta tell you, I did not laugh very much at all those last three years. My life really was just a huge ball of yeah it really really was it was just a big bulging yucky ball of yeah it was so i finally got to a point where it was like maybe just maybe i need to quit drinking beer for a year just for a year right i can i can commit to a year right and uh, I made it a week, and my, my ex-wife, my wife at the time, said, why don't you go to one of those AA meetings? And I went, why don't you find one for me, right? And I ended up in Alcoholics Anonymous. God, how lame is that, right? Right? It was like I knew in my heart of hearts that I would never laugh again. I would end up in church basements going, I remember when I could drink. Yeah, that was fun, right? And it was just one of the many, many things that I was just wrong about. I was wrong about. Um, let me see. Uh, this is almost an exact quote of what was going on through my brain. And I had to, uh, please forgive me. Uh, this is the first time I've done this workshop, okay? So I'm, I'm, uh, so it might suck. I don't know. Um, <laughs> if I see people getting up and leaving, I go, okay, it sucked. Um, but, but, but anyway, uh, basically, this is a transcription of what went through my head. Am I to be consigned to a life where I shall be stupid, boring, and glum, right? 
Maybe I used different words, but that's exactly what was going through my head. I'm going to be boring. I'm not going to be funny anymore. I'm not going to find things funny anymore. And it's just going to be a big life of suckiness. Okay, right? But I'll do that rather than what's going on here. Um, And then uh, that's on page one. For those of you who are following along in your books... Um, <laughs> that's on page 152, okay? And truly, truly, I, I'm, I'm going to be quoting a lot from 152, 132, 133, all the things, right? Um, and it says back on 132 that if newcomers could not see fun in our existence, right, they wouldn't want it. And, and, I promise you, the thing that kept me coming back, the thing that kept me coming back was not the, Barkley, you never have to drink again. <laughs> that was like, duh, <laughs> right? It, it wasn't, you know, all these, these spiritual giants and everything. It was people actually laughed. They And I could tell it was from their gut, you know? Even if they were saying things like, you know, I used to drink mouthwash. <laughs> right? I went, they're laughing. They're laughing. And I told you last night, I had conveniently forgotten that I used to grind up and snort dog dope, right? I It burns like crazy. It burns for about 20 minutes, right? And and then after the, after it finally finishes burning in your brain, you can just pour it in a drink. But anyway, the thought that that's not a good idea never came to my mind. It never came to my mind. Anyway, um, but that was the thing. That was the thing that hooked my soul was the fact that you people actually really seemed to be enjoying life. You really, really did, and I wanted that. You say, find somebody that you want what they have. I wanted that sparkle in your eye. I wanted that laugh. I wanted whatever it is you had because I hadn't had it in a long time. You know, my laughs are like, <laughs> you know, look how stupid they are, <laughs> right? And, and I, I was really, and I really had to look at this after I got sober. Um, I had a very sarcastic wit, right? And sarcasm, my sponsor pointed out to me, means it's a, a, a belief from old Latin. I might be lying, but not on purpose, okay? And it, me- and it means to tear flesh, right? And that's what my humor was like, is I would, you'd come in the room, and I'd be real nice and all that stuff, and you'd leave, and I'd go, <laughs> right? And I was just a jerk. I really, really was. And that's how I got my kicks on Route 66. Okay. Um, uh, but you did. And there was a guy, and I promise you, I, th- I think this is who it was. There was a guy named Don Roy. God bless you, Don Roy. There was a guy named Don Roy who was at my very first meeting, and he used to hang out. Um, Bob, he used to hang out with this guy, Don Pritz, okay? And, and, and Don Roy and Don Pritz got, got sober around the same time, and they were big buddies, and Don Roy literally saved my life. Um, and he gave me a big book and said, take this home and read it. 
And uh, so I took it home and I read it. And there's two, there was one line in particular that just absolutely stood out to me. And it's on page 132. It's halfway down the page, 17 lines down, 17 lines up, two words in on either side, exactly in the middle of the page. And it says, we absolutely insist on enjoying life, right? It says the steps are a suggestion, but we absolutely insist on enjoying life, right? And that's what I heard. That's what I heard is I'm going to, I'm going to have a good time. By God, I'm going to have a good time. Um, and it's, it goes on to on one, uh, 133. It says, uh, we are sure that God wants us to be. God wants us to be, you know, to direct my attention to what you would have me be. And it says, we are absolute, we're sure that God wants us to be happy, joyous, and free, right? Right? And so what I did was I pretended to be happy and joyous. How are you, Barkley? Ha 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 ha! I'm fine! Ha 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 ha! Right? Right? I really did. I, I thought that if I... You're gonna punch me in the head, Bob. I'm really sorry. And I'm contagious. Did you guys see Lori this morning? What a great Al-Anon talk. Lori caught it. She, I'm sorry. Sorry, Lori. All right. Anyway, so anyway, um, um, where was I? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I lied, basically. I pretended to be happy, joyous, and free. Now, I was um, miserable enough, right? I had enough of the gift of desperation to do almost all the steps, right? I was willing to go to many lengths. I really, really was. And I told you last night, uh, I, I got a sponsor, and it wasn't Don, but it was a guy that Don sponsored, and he gave me the old Joe Hawk 12-pack of cassette tapes, right? And I would listen to the Joe Hawk cassette tapes, and I'd go along in my book, right? And I'd go, well, that's stupid, but okay, whatever, right? And so, and, and I really, really did. I did, I did. I knew that I really was powerless over alcohol. I got that whole idea. And I was willing to believe in a power greater than me. Wasn't so sure about the insanity. I'm actually more sure about the insanity today than I was back then. It was like, I'm perfectly fine. I just enjoy drinking a lot and snorting dog dope. What's the problem with that? And vomiting. I was a big vomiter. I was a big... <laughs> so anyway. So I was willing to do almost all the steps. Almost all the steps. And I didn't even know at the time that I was doing almost all the steps. I could have sworn on a Bible I was doing everything you told me to do. Everything you told me to do. By golly, I'm doing it. But I was wrong. And at the end of like two and a half years, at the end of two and a half years, I was, I had no interest in drinking, no interest in drinking whatsoever, but I was absolutely miserable. I was miserable, man. It was like, I know this thing works. I can see the lights coming on in your eyes, right, Jen? I can see it. Ding, right? 
and I can see him in your eyes, and I can see it. But and and I'm I'm pretending, you know. I'm going, hey, see him in my eyes, huh? Right? But I knew in my heart I was just like miserable. And I have a thing about suicide. Not a big, not a big, you know, I don't believe in the pain that, su- it takes all the pain from one person and disperses it to other people. And I'm not a big fan of that, right? But, I, but if you wanted to push me in front of a bus, that would have been okay. That really would have been okay. You know what I mean? I was really okay with that. Um, hold on a second. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going along my notes. I'm so proud. Um, and it says in the big book on 152, okay, hold please, hold please, 152, 152, 152, 152, 152, here we go, boom, 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 okay, um, do, 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 do. okay, it's, oh, we'll start on page one, now and then a serious drinker being dry at the moment says, hey, I don't miss it at all, feel better, work better, having a better time, as X problem drinkers, we can smile at such a Sally. I love the way this book is written sometimes, right? We can smile at such a Sally, right? Um, we know our friend is like a boy whistling in the dark to keep up his spirits. He fools himself. Inwardly, he would give anything to take a half a dozen drinks and get away with them, right? And notice, it doesn't say he would like to take, have a glass of wine with his steak one evening, right? I would like to take half a dozen drinks the way I pour them, Right? And get away with it, right? He will presently try the old game again, for he isn't happy about his sobriety. He cannot picture life without alcohol. Someday he will be unable to imagine life either with alcohol or without it. Then he will know loneliness such as few do. He will be at the jumping off place. He will wish for the end. And that's honest to God where I found myself. Two and a half years bone dry. And and if you looked at me, right, in a meeting, even though I got there a little bit late and I might leave a little bit early, right, I looked like I was doing the deal, you know? I even made them, you know, I made amends, I did all the stuff, but what I didn't do, and this was really something Don Roy came back in my life. Thank you, Don Roy. Don Roy came back into my life and I said, Don, I need some help, dude. And he goes, you know what? You ain't nothing but a rim runner. And I went, what does that mean? (laughs) Right? And he was absolutely right, man. I ran all around the edges of Alcoholics Anonymous, all around the edges, right? He said, one of these days, something is going to, one of these days, something is going to happen. And it's going to knock you off the edge of Alcoholics Anonymous, and you're not going to ever come back. You're going to die because that's the way my family does, right? We're fine one minute, and then we're dead, right? And he said, so here's what we're going to do. You're going to be a member of my home group. My home group meets Monday and Thursday night at 8 o'clock. You're going to get there early. You're going to make coffee. You're going to greet people. You're going to be nice to them. You're not going to be a sarcastic jerk or anything. We're going to work. You're going to stay late. You're going to clean up the coffee. We're going to like go through the, the steps out of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, right? What? Right? And you're going to start sponsoring people. And that's the thing that I had never done. I had never, ever 
tried to pass this thing on. I never tried to pass this thing on. It was like it came into me and it made me feel good. I had a wife. I had two kids. We were pregnant with our third kid. I have crap to do. You know, I have, I'm an important guy, right? I don't need some drunk calling me at two o'clock in the morning going, I went to, right? I don't need that, right? And he made me start sponsoring guys. And what happened was, is it started for the first time ever going from here down to here, right? And I got to tell you, if you are new in this deal, for God's sake, please do somebody the great favor of asking them to be your sponsor, please. And if you were around for a while like me and aren't sponsoring anybody, please God that's a little dramatic, but you know, I'm a little dramatic sometimes. <laughs> Get out there and do it badly. Oh, oh, my one of my favorite parts of the 12 steps is okay. Step 12. What does step 12 say? Having had a spiritual awakening as the, not a, but the, right? Having had a spiritual awakening. <gasps> My spirit's awake. Wow, that's cool, right? As as the result of these steps, and then it tells me, oh, this is so much fun. We tried to carry this message to alcoholics. Gives me permission, go out there and screw up. Yeah, right? And I'm good at screwing up. We tried to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. It gives me permission twice to just be crappy at it, right? And boy, howdy, do I take them up on that. I really do. To this day, I'm not a great sponsor. I'm really not. I'm enthusiastic, but I, you know, but it's like, I, I, the best thing I know how to do is go, oh, let's look here, right? The, what was, uh, I forget, some smarter guy than me uh, said, the best thing I can do is be a pointer, Right? Somebody goes, ooh, what did you do? I did that. Go, go do that, right? Um, so anyway. Uh, so anyway, so, uh, so, I ha- so a friend another, a friend of mine, and I don't know, I can't think of which, which one it is, but they say, yes, God wants me to be happy, joyous, and free, but before I get happy and joyous, I have to get free first. I have to get free. Free first. Yes, I've got to get free of the, the, um, the, the desire of and the phenomenon of craving for alcohol. Yes, I've got to get free of that, but I've got to get free of this insanity inside my head. And I've got to be free of being a prisoner to my own selfishness, right? I have to be free to be able to walk out into the world and try Sometimes successfully, sometimes horribly, but to just be of service to other people, right? Just be of service. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, so, so Don came back in my life. He got me, he became my sponsor. He got me involved in the Music City Roundup. If you've never been to the Music City Roundup down in Nashville, whoop, whoop, it's fantastic. Happens the weekend around July the 4th every year, except on those years that end in a zero or a five. Because that's when the international is, so we have it during the weekend of Labor Day. Got me very involved in that. I love that thing. I absolutely love that thing. Um, 
So, hold please. Okay, here we go. So when Don came back in and he got me involved and I started actually doing things because that was really cool. Um, <laughs> um, it, sa- it says, yeah, he goes, uh, so it's like we're um, – okay, okay. Uh, it says, uh, am I to be consigned to a life where I should be stupid, boring, and glum like some righteous people I see? I know I must get along without liquor, but how can I have you a sufficient substitute? And this is one of the biggest promises in the big book, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. And it says, yes, there is a substitute, and it is vastly more than that, right? And then it starts telling me how I can, what that substitute is. It is a fellowship. It's a fellowship in Alcoholics Anonymous. There you will find release from care, boredom, and worry. That's a huge promise, right? Your imagination will be fired. I used to hear that as, you're fired, right? No, that's not what it is. It's, you know how they put, they make pottery, right? And they put it in the kiln or whatever it's called, right? And they fire it and it comes out this amazing, glowing, wonderful thing. My imagination will be fired, right? My imagination will be fired. Life will mean something at last. The most satisfactory years of your existence lie ahead. Thus we find the fellowship, and so will you, right? I'm going to read a little bit further. Sorry, I'm reading other big book. Ah! Um, how, how is this to come about, you ask? Because this is where I started getting confused. How is this to, to come about? Do I just act happier? Is that what I do, right? I just laugh more? Ha, <laughs> ha, I'm happy. God, sometimes I get on my own nerves, okay? <laughs> you, you... Ru- I ended up being a teacher, okay? Like God says, you're supposed to be a teacher. And I went, are you kidding me right now? Anyway, so I, at seven o'clock in the morning, I have a classroom full of teenagers every Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. And I annoy the crap out of them. It's great. We have a good time. We have a good time. Um, how is this to come about, you ask? Where am I to find these people? You are going to meet these new friends in your own community, in your own community. Near you, alcoholics are dying helplessly like people in a sinking ship. If you live in a large place, there are hundreds, high and low, rich and poor. These are future fellows of Alcoholics Anonymous. Among them, you will make lifelong friends. You will be bound to them with new and wonderful ties. You will, for you will escape disaster together and you you will commence shoulder to shoulder, right? I'm not pulling anybody with me. I'm not being dragged by shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder, your common journey. Then you will know what it means to give of yourself that others may survive and rediscover life. You will learn the full meaning of love thy neighbor as thyself, right? And that truly is, that truly is where Help me, help me. That would be really cool. Thank you. Um, that's where true. I spent three years, two and a half years plus. I spent three years just grasping for happiness, right? It never occurred to me, it never occurred to me that it was a byproduct. It was completely a byproduct. In the 12 and 12, in the preface to the 12 and 12 on page 15, it says, hold please. Okay, it says, 
AA's 12 steps are a group of principles, spiritual in their nature, which if practiced, again, you can mess it up, Barkley, and which if practiced as a way of life can expel the obsession to drink and enable the sufferer to become happily and usefully whole, right? Happily and usefully, right? And I was always looking for happy, right? I just want to be happy. If I can be happy, then I'd be happy, right? <laughs> right? And and what I never, ever even dreamed of is if I can just try to be useful, just try, what ends up happening is happy just comes up behind it and makes my life whole, right? I'm happily... What a promise. Happily and usefully whole, right? Okay, whole. I'm like, oh, ooh, this is fun. Um, okay, 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 whole. Yeah, 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 okay. What are you going to do now? Oh, okay, so, so therefore we think cheerfulness and laughter, and this is the name of this little thing here, right? We think cheerfulness and laughter make for usefulness. I got to tell you the truth. Uh, if I were going to be telling Bill how to write the big book, um, I, 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 no, what I need to know is that um, usefulness makes for happiness and laughter. Usefulness. When I can find a way to be useful, what ends up happening is it changes something inside me. It changes me in a way that, you know, grasping for, grasping for a, to be happy was just like grabbing another 12 pack of Budweiser. It was exactly like that. Um, and when I can get outside of me, uh, my life is, oh, okay, cool. Uh, my life as a whole is one of happiness. And there is, and what I have found is that there is a direct linkage between trying to be of service to others and the side effect of being joyful. Now, um, I'm not a big fan. I know that's not true. I'm lying to you. I'm sorry. Um, I, rather than using the term happy, I like to use the term joy because happy, I can get happy if I get a new car. Hey, I got a new car! Yay! Right? But then, in a couple of weeks, maybe a month, you know, the happy wears right off. The shine wears off. I can be happy. Oh, I got a new girlfriend! Oh, it's time to get rid of that girlfriend, right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right? Joy is something in here, you know, true joy. And plus, I think it's really cool because my mom, my mom, her name was Joy, right? Uh, right? You. <laughs> um, and I don't particularly like the term help because I can, I can, let me help you, Right? When I try and help people, it becomes very Al-Anon-ish, right? Let me help you in a way that I'm going to look good and blah, blah, blah. What I try to do and what God has kind of forced me into the position of doing when he made me a public high school teacher was I try to serve people, right? I try to serve my fellow alcoholic. I try to serve those kids that God is entrusting me with, right? And some of those, yeah, well, well, that'll be, have me up again sometime. We'll talk about all that crap. Um, so I really want to be of service. So, uh, uh, hold on just a second, Marianne. 
Okay, so Marianne, God bless you, Marianne. I love you so much. Marianne sends me every day uh, these uh, these missives from Don Major. And God, I loved Don Major. And I still love Don Major from Louisville. Uh, and today's missive from Don, I'm gonna let, I'll let him talk to you much better than this. Um, November 4th, 2023. Good morning. Our keynote is persistence. Today's meditation and prayer tell us that happiness cannot be attained by directly seeking it. It's almost like God went, hey, Barkley. Um, if we are to find happiness and know the fulfillment of joy, it will be as a byproduct of right living. My experience has validated that truth over and over. That is still that I still must regularly rediscover it exposes my inability to completely refrain from trying to live for myself. Selfish and self-centered motives are so ingrained that I will never in this life be completely free of them. Despite my serial failures, and he means one after another, not like, you know, cinnamon toast crunch. Um, <laughs> despite my serial failures. <laughs> Despite my serial failures, persistently starting over and trying to lay aside self and take the next stitch as directed has brought much progress and happiness. Persistent, positive behavior following failure leads me to the perfect magic despite my own imperfection. The cycle of persistence, failure, and more persistence is the only spiritual growth of which I am capable. My loving God seems to smile on my persistence and forgive my errant stitches. You know, it's that's that really, you know, that's what it's about. It's about just continuing to try and pull my own head out of my own sphincter um, and try to just pay attention to you. You know, it's just try, just try. Okay, so what that does is I have to have a willingness to do that. Okay, and this is where, all right, you ready? This is where it becomes a workshop, okay? Okay, so I have to be willing to do stuff that I'm uncomfortable doing, right? Wouldn't you say that's kind of what the whole deal with AA is, right? I have to be willing to take actions that I don't want to take. My sponsor tells me that is the very definition of a bottom, is when I finally am willing to take actions other than what I think of, even though I don't want to. So, are you willing to take some actions that you might be uncomfortable with? That sucked. Are you willing to take some actions that you may not be completely comfortable with? Yes! One more time. Are you willing? Yes! There you go. (laughs) Okay. All right, so... That's what I got to do with my teenagers at 7.05 in the morning, okay? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> when, I was, when I had my other life, when I had my other life, right, um, I used to work on this TV show, and I was like the writer guy and the producer guy, and I also did warm-up, not unlike what you've been doing, right? It was like audience warm-up. And what the audience warm-up guy would do is he'd come out and go, everybody, hey, right? I don't know why they chose me to do that, but they did. And 
and you would tell them, hey, this is how the show goes down, and you know, like when, and, and you would lead them, like, and like when somebody, like a star comes out, right? You know, we all want to applaud. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through that little exercise together. Are we ready? Are we willing? Are we ready? Are we willing? Can we do it? Yes. yes! There we go. Okay, so here's how it goes, all right? So, like, uh, let's say, hold on a second. Who was it? It was, uh, 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 Jason Isbell. I knew a guy named Chris. Anyway, there are Jason. Oh, so like Jason Isbell. Got any Jason Isbell fans in the room? Okay, so now Jason Isbell is about to come out, right? Now, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go like this, and that means, yay, start applauding, yay. And then I'm going to do this. We are applauding for a little bit. Then I'm going to do that, Ooh, right? That way we don't go, yay, because that would be weird, right? So we're going are to, are you willing to do this with me? Okay, okay. here we go. Ready? And, ladies and gentlemen, Jason Isbell. Oh, very good. Oh, that was very good. Very good. Very good. Okay. So now, let's see. Who's on? on uh, how about, like, uh, a Taylor Swift? Any Taylor Swift fans? Come on, admit it. You like her. Come on. She's good. <laughs> so, Taylor Swift is about to come out. Are we ready? Now, this is a bigger applause, right? Right? Okay. Are we ready? And here we go. And, ladies and gentlemen, Taylor Swift! Yay! Yay! Oh, yeah! <laughs> very good, very good, very good. Now, um, I know, I know, I know. So, how about, what if I were to say, like, at any moment, Dolly Parton could walk in the room, right? Ooh, right? That gets everybody right there, right? So, all right, this is big. This I want it big. I want it. Yay! Okay? Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Dolly Parton! Yeah! Yeah! Yay! I love that part. <laughs> okay. So one night, one night, uh, uh, I, th I think, I might be lying to you again. I always try not to lie at the podium, but sometimes I do. I, don't I think it was uh, Jeff Foxworthy was coming up, and he had to come in early, right? So he came in and did his set, and so then we had to get people laughing and stuff, like wild laughter, right? Just like, ha, 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 ha. So do you think you can just go out there and have people laugh? Well, let's find out, okay? So. We're going to laugh, okay? okay? We're going to laugh together. Um, and it's going to be the exact same thing. But this time, rather than saying a star, I'm going to give you a punchline, okay? Straight out of the big book, all right? And you all know these punchlines. You all know these punchlines, right? And instead of going, yeah, we're going to go, ha, 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 ha. Okay? Are you with me? Yeah. This is where it gets a little uncomfortable, and I need you to commit to this, okay? Here we go. All right, so let me see. What's the first punchline? Hold, please. Here we go. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay? So you ready? So, okay. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> We heard no more of Fred for a while. 
that's a cute little joke, that Fred, I tell you. <laughs> now we're going to have a little bit funnier joke, okay? Are we ready? Are we ready? We're gonna, this is like, <laughs> whoa, that's pretty good, right? Okay, um, let me say what? Oh, wait, wait. Oh, okay, gotcha. Are you ready for the next punchline? Are you ready for the next punchline? Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Gradually, things got worse. <laughs> One more joke, okay? This is the best joke you've ever heard, all right? All right? Okay, ready? Sometimes he may tell the truth. So, what I want to point out is that you took some action, right, that you thought, this is stupid, I don't like this guy, why did I come here, right, but you took some action that you were uncomfortable with, and you can palpably feel the difference, right, it is absolutely the same thing. It's absolutely, all I have to do is be willing to just do the stupid stuff that they tell me to do. And it changes my life. It changes everything about me. Cool. I love you guys. Thank you for coming in here. I really appreciate it. Yay! Yay! <laughs> And you get out 15 minutes early. Yay! <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Just for this one meeting, okay? Just this one meeting. Just this one meeting. We're going to end with an amen. But rather than saying amen, we're going to say huzzah, okay? Huzzah. Are you ready? <laughs> Thank you so much for this great meeting, God. I really appreciate it. Thank you for this cool program. Thank you for this family of beautiful people that we brought together. We thank you, and we thank you, and we thank you. Huzzah! One more time. Huzzah! Huzzah! Yay! Good job. You know what?
Now you can take a nap. <laughs>